Hello, welcome to another episode of the D&D Show. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <coughs> My name's Luke. I am your dungeon master. Um, Lukey baby, you can call me. I'm co-host. Uh, tonight I am joined again by Lisa Horton. She's still here. Um. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it's fine. Hello. Don't, don't sound too enthusiastic, it's fine. Hi. <laughs> James Bly. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Still a little bit laggy. We do apologise. And last, but by no means least, Gavin Bourne. Hello. Cool. Yeah, we're the D&D show. We're uh, a role-playing group, actual playing tabletop role-playing group. We play Dungeons & Dragons, in case you didn't know, uh, fifth edition. Um but sometimes we play other stuff. Recently, we've been playing some Call of Cthulhu. Um, I don't know if that's been released or not by the time you're listening to this bad boy, but that was fun. Uh, and who knows what we're going to do in the future. Uh, we might try some other things, but D&D is our main campaign. How's everyone been? Haven't seen you in ages. I know, it's been a while, yeah. it? It's been a while. Good week. <laughs> really good. Yeah, good. yeah, the mushroom exhibition's still going well. You guys were talking when I came back from the break about where to play in person if we ever get the chance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm more than happy to host everybody. Amazing. Cool. My, my paired, um, and I have a garden as well if, if people want to. You know, cool. smoke and drink and stuff as we play. The weather's nice enough. That's the thing. That's what yeah. we're saying. There's somewhere where we can meet up, but more so, so where somewhere comfortable. Somewhere where we can smoke because <laughs> that's important. Well, I'll come just... down if I can't smoke. It's not going to work. You just let us know how your second test results go, Lisa, and we'll be right over. This is it. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, it's absolutely. As soon as but, we yeah. can get together and play, yeah, we'll have a weekend of it. I'll, I'll need somewhere to crash because. Um, I live miles away compared to you guys. Yeah, I've got plenty of places just to crash. You could say Amazing. I also just bought. Um, this is so nerdy, but off Pete, I just bought a mixer that can handle us recording a podcast in the same room. Yeah, Sweet. we're ready to go, guys. I'm ready to go. D and D live in person. Yeah. yeah. To invite some other people, have and an I'll actual audience. <laughs> like, I'll be it would just be Pete, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> on the couch. We could just get some like canned laughter to go in the background every now and like. <laughs> well, um, I can even bring the cameras, and we could even make make a a video a, of a it live as well. Stream. Uh, maybe cool. that's or even option. not if it's not live, just uh, something we can chop together and put out. Yeah, I like it. And maybe. then live stream it. Yeah, well, you can host it on. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. The, the possibilities are endless, but certainly um, I'm thinking of like a, you know, sort of like some one shot stuff that we can do in a whole day from start to finish. Mm. Yes. Side quest stuff. Um, and then we can start the fucking Patreon that we've been talking about for ages and put out some extra content yeah. for people. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. I think what's nice if when we meet up as well, it's just the conversation's easier when you're all sat in a room together, isn't it? As well, you know, like you, you're not and worrying no about... Lag. It's that, what you just mentioned. It's the talking mm. over each other. In all fairness, like when you're yeah, face-to-face, yeah, there's the visual cues of when it's okay to talk and stuff rather yeah. than the body language. Rather Wouldn't than, it be great <laughs> if we all meet in person and James still responds like 10 seconds <laughs> ten later? Seconds later. <laughs> it just disappears James. randomly. I mean, it's just James natural, is a yeah. bit laggy. James, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> natural lag. Oh, and with that, he's... He's gone already, yeah. I think that's what he's smoking, definitely. <laughs> probably. He probably doesn't actually have any lag. He just is, is actually living 10 seconds behind the rest of us. And <laughs> This is how I am. <laughs> this is how you are. <laughs> no, it's just too stone here. 
<laughs> um, Don't do drugs, kids. They, yeah, definitely. Um, really quick shout out I want to do this episode. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, and then we get straight back into the action from where we were last week. Um, our new podcast I've been listening to, I like to talk about podcasts. So if you're getting the big, the big guns like... Uh, uh, Glass Cannon who you know let's face they don't need any more fans they're still very good go check them out but um, new show I've been listening to brand new they're like five episodes in they're called Three Black Halflings Um, they are not an actual play show Um, they are um, a group of friends they all play in each other's games they all DM um, and they're doing a couple of things so they're doing DM advice and campaign building and things like that but what they're also doing is representing the POC community in gaming, um, the three black people talking about their experiences and trying to break down barriers and, you know, what's the word, stigmatisms that, that they have to put up with. Um, and their talks are really mind-opening. Like, their first episode blew me away. Their second episode, literally, you know, like when you listen to certain songs that really just, like, give you goosebumps, mm. you know? Um, their, their second episode did that to me. Like, my arm was standing on end because it's so insightful uh, and hearing what they've got to say and some of their advice is is, is brilliant. Really, really good. Uh, and I'd okay. recommend anybody out there who who does world build, does DM, who wants to try and be more inclusive, really check them out because they're, mm. they're funny, they're intelligent, they know what they're talking about and and it's lovely. Like when they're talking about like how to include people of color in your games, and not necessarily like go out and find a black person to play with you, you know. But they're talking about how to actually. That repre- weird. That does sound weird. Please. How to Sorry, how mate. to represent <laughs> how to represent them in your game, you know. Like I had talked right, to, talk yeah. to him a little bit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, like I kind of don't talk about race and color of skin. Like I'm not going to say that an NPC is white or black or anything because it's kind yeah. of irrelevant to the story. And by not mentioning it. If you're listening to it, if you're a, a young black boy, you know, listening to our show, though, this is not a family show. So please, you know, if you are underage, you probably shouldn't be listening to us. Um, but like, you know, what? if you want to envision yourself as one of our characters, then you can do because I haven't excluded you uh, yeah. by saying this person's white. And I use the uh, Cursed Child, the Harry Potter stage show as an example with the whole Hermione Granger stuff where they cast a black woman to play Hermione and everyone kicked off because of, you know in the film she's white and stuff and I was like well, well it, not once in those books does it specify and so the you know and that's what I kind of feel like if I don't specify you can put yourself you can envision yourself as the hero to this story if, if that's what you want because everybody does you know when I read a book I'm the hero it doesn't matter what book I'm reading when I'm reading Harry Potter <laughs> yeah, I'm Harry yeah, Potter yeah. when I'm yeah. reading Lords of the Rings I'm kind of several characters all at once as I'm reading yeah. I always envision myself as the lead as the lead as the hero and, and it's kind of like the point of these sorts of games as well isn't it like you you put out a description even when we're playing it you put out a description of a room to us and if we haven't got a map in front of us hmm. we interpret what you know interpret what you're saying however our heads make it work yeah absolutely and it's kind of the good thing about yeah the whole thing absolutely. like the whole game itself there's a, a lot to be said about playing theater of the mind i do i do in many ways hmm. prefer it but it's a lot harder to do the combat especially when you're online yeah, remotely, yeah. it's a lot harder but yeah so i had this conversation where i said like what what's your advice with that because like i wouldn't want to say a character is black because i wouldn't want to inadvertently cause more offense i don't want to do an african or jamaican accent because i would do it badly and it will end up being a joke and then i've <laughs> inadvertently insulted somebody so we apologize to all the irish and uh, <laughs> this some is it. And from I, Somerset. I asked, <laughs> 
<laughs> I asked them that. And I said, like, where do you draw the line? Where does it, but where is it, where is that line between it being okay and a bit funny and then it becoming offensive? And their answer yeah. to it was just to, to, it's all about nuance, you know, it's okay to be have a funny accent, you know, but it's if if the butt of the joke is that person's nationality, that's where the problem is. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, great. I would really, yeah. really, really recommend uh, checking them out because I, I, I love it. I am absolutely yeah. loving their show. And they did do one episode where they went for a mini campaign. They did a small, it was like less than an hour long and they'd set up a world and they basically made Wakanda from uh, Black Panther. Cool. And yeah. it, it, was, it was brilliant. Really, really good. Still I was, not seen Black Panther. No, you know what? Yeah. I've, I've honestly actually haven't watched it either. Yeah, now no, I sound I like a real we'll twit. It. It's but, amazing. No, no, I don't need to go, go I, there. I just got bored with Marvel films. I really like that sort of films, yeah. yeah. I'm not a Marvel fan. No, me too. I thought... What was the name of that show anyway? Like, uh, three Black Halflings. I would, and more to the, as well. And I actually had, before we sat down this evening to record the first episode, I had my notes of stuff. And I was like, I'll do this on the first one and I'll do this on the second one. So we've got something to talk about. And then in the break, when I just went and had a fag and stuff, I checked Twitter. They've retweeted us and you know, like about <laughs> oh, tonight's oh, announcement awesome. stuff as well. So they're, they're really, really great people. They are British. They all live in England as well. And I do, you know, that's how cool. I found them because I was trying I'll to take some that. more British content. Um, yeah, it's really good advice in there, you know, for, for just deeming in general and how how to think outside the box, be more inclusive, and be more considerate to people. Um, there should be more people in the world like that, really. Check awesome. them out. So, last week on the D&D show, um, there was a, a lot of description, a lot of, I wouldn't say heavy role play, and we're still getting new at that. Um, I'd <laughs> like to encourage some more role play. Um, I, one of the things I loved about doing Call of Cthulhu was how much role play did. But there's a lot of description, a lot of talking, a lot of planning, and things like that. You went back, you rested, you had a short rest. That's all you did last week was you had a short rest. Um, but you did talk to Gundren. You woke him up. He's he's just been tortured. He's got broken arm, broken legs, possibly some internal breathing. He needs some actual real medical assistance from an actual cleric and he needs some rest but otherwise he's he just isn't going anywhere you're going to have to carry him out you woke up the drow uh, slash doppelganger interrogated her she refused to give you any information but she did let a couple of pieces slip you know that the black spider is in fact called nesnar who is a male drow they escape from the underdark together doppelgangers are basically like slaves down there and he rescued them um her and her brother uh, he was the very first doppelganger that you killed at the beginning, very first episode of the show. So she refuses to give him up. You say, you know, we've got the map now. What are you going to do? And she tells, tells you he's already at the mine. He knows where it is. If you want him, he'll find you. Then you decide that you're going to raid this castle for some treasure, see what else is here rather than leave straight away. Uh, you go to the room that you know to be a small kind of shrine. Joe uh, mentioned to you a few weeks ago, or, well, not you know, in real world a few weeks ago, a few episodes ago, that there was a shrine to Maglabuye here, the Greek god. Not Greek? <laughs> the goblin god. Yeah, uh, Goblin god. Um, so you go, let's go check that out. Yeah, why not? And you go in there. Room's pitch black, some curtains at the far wall. You've got dark vision. Pock lights up a flame spell. You see there's a brazier. You, you light the room up and you look around the room. And in keeping with the painting that you found in Grohl's room of this beautiful elven princess, there's those sort of depictions on the walls, in the ceilings, uh, of various different... Elvis gods from the Elven pantheon. Elvis, Elvis, Elvis gods. Greek gods, Elvis gods. Yep. <laughs> the Elven gods. The Seldarine, they're called. The Seldarine. Uh, and one of them, the goddess Angrada. Yeah, the greater goddess and the queen, basically, the consort of Karelian Larathian, has been graf- graffitied on, basically. It's been defaced, scribbled on, scratched on. 
It's in Elvish. So Millicent says, oh, well, I'm a fucking elf. I'll go read this. Yeah, what? And you step up to start reading it. And out of nowhere, this tentacle beast with a beak like a parrot falls down from the rafters as you look up, lands on your face, starts biting at you. You take some damage. We roll initiative. Let's get crack-a-lacking. Ah. <laughs> Millicent, you're up. Okay. Uh, is it in front of me? I'm not grappled or anything. You're not grappled or anything? No, it's uh, fallen off you, fallen, fallen down from the ceiling, attacks you, and fallen down next to you. So it's just kind of behind okay. you currently. Gonna but it is flanked. Short sword. <laughs> <laughs> short sword first, and then dagger is second hand, but I'll do the short sword first. 23. That will hit. I'll hit most things. Five points of damage. Okay. And then I'll take it, my little dagger and try and chink it in the ribs or whatever it considers its ribs. <laughs> 18 to hit. That will also hit. Yeah. Three points of damage on that one. Doing anything else? I'm staying put. Standing your ground. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I don't think I've got time to continue trying to read, but... <laughs> no, we'll come back to that. Yeah, <laughs> that time. Puck. Oh, Puck squeezes his eyes and then, poof, turns into a dire wolf. Do you have the space to turn into a dire wolf there? Puck squeezes his eyes and then asks out loud to no one in particular who's in the room, does he have space to turn into a dire wolf? You, a uh, dire wolf is a large creature, so you need to be able to control a 10-foot square to turn into Yowza. a dire wolf. Uh, I can't do that, can I, uh, currently? No, you By cannot. By the looks of it. Uh, in that case, scrap that. I'm going to move down next to Scapes by the door, and then I'm going to take a uh, swipe with my dagger, please. Do it. That is an A, no, a 12 to hit. <laughs> That's a miss. Excellent. Well so you uh, shuffle down. You're kind of on right next to the wall there. There's the rubble on the floor. It's an uneven surface. Um so it's a difficult terrain. <laughs> you step sort of 10 feet down and you try to slash at it with a dagger as you go. Not really your favourite weapon. Not really what you're no. about. And you miss. Do you have anything else for us? Fuck all. Bolt thrower. Yeah, I'm going to move in. That's a seven plus five. No, it's not going to be easy. That's 12, a, uh, 13, sorry. No. That's a miss. Yeah. Um, but I can, can I use my sneak attack or... Uh, you can make a second attack. Make my second your attack. Your second with your, your two weapon points. With my dagger, yeah. 18. That will do it. Yep, yeah, so it's 1d4. You can add your sneak attack damage to this roll as well. That's 1. So minus 1, then you can roll your 2d6 for a sneak attack. Uh, number 1. And a 2. So and 4. Three. Anything else for us today, sir? No, I can move away and I'll disengage. Disengage. Mm. Okay, so you've used your bonus action to make a second attack. So you disengage. It yeah. strikes at you with an attack of opportunity. Uh, rolling something. Uh, 16. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. Doing 10 points. Uh, sorry. What? What? 12 points of damage. 12? Ooh, it lashes Jesus. out at you with its tentacles. Fuck. <laughs> Jeez. That's half my points gone. Shit. Escapes. You are f- luckily flanking this beast mm. as it fell between the two of you. And I'm really angry because I'm tired and hungry. So I'm <laughs> going to roll with advantage then. Roll is 16. Second roll is 13. The 16 hits? That's 8. 8 points of damage. Yeah, 8 damage. 
Um, but I'm also going to roll my Divine Smite for 2d8. Ooh, okay. An extra four. An extra four in total. Okay, yeah. cool. Anything yes. else? So that's your... It's, it's 12 in total. Cool. Action uh, and bonus action for the Divine Smite. Anything else? Thank you. Can I just ask quickly? Yes. Um, no, that's it. Um, I'm lag again, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, my fancy footwork doesn't count as moving away, no? So the fancy footwork is if, if there is nobody else um, around, if you read it. So it's when you're fighting somebody alone, basically, one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, when you choose, uh, you learn how to land a strike and a slip away without reprisal during your turn. Yeah, read the full text. Yeah. Uh, on the back page. It- uh, I'm on the back page. Yeah, so what it says here is when there is uh, no other creature within five foot, I believe. Just says that that creature can't make opportunity attacks against you for the rest of your turn. Oh, okay. So let me just double check it. I thought you somebody else had to be... Oh, that's the sneak attack, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Fancy footwork. It says uh, you learn how to land a strike and slip away without reprisal during your turn. If you make a melee attack against a creature, that creature can't make opportunity attacks against you for the rest of your turn. Uh, fucking rules lawyer over, isn't we? Well. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, uh, yeah, uh, take that damage back then. That's fine. Uh, thank you, you. <laughs> Fine, but fine. 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 Whatever. There's <laughs> <laughs> creatures yeah. here, points that have just doubled. <laughs> yeah. Just, can, let me just make some corrections yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's its turn. What's it going to do? Who's it going to attack? Oh Who's done the most damage to it? it probably escapes. It's stuck in between the two of yous. Oh, but I uh, fucking... It's so hard to hit. Uh, scapes, hot, oh, probably the wrong person to ask. High or low? High. Oh, no lagging. It goes oh, for yeah. you. Fucking rolled a fucking... fucking... <laughs> oh. 19 to hit. 19. I've got a... Yeah, to hit. Oh. If it meets, it beats, baby. So... That's the time you've ever been hit, it? Yeah, I think so. 13 <laughs> points of damage as it spins Ooh. round, flopping its tentacles mm, at you and slaps you. For 13 points oh. it's then gonna bite at you 16 that'll be a miss <laughs> finally got you ouch dickhead I had to make up a tentacle plant monster <laughs> yeah I've just it. made this up <laughs> completely <laughs> let me just do something very quickly then Millicent you are up I'm just gonna same again sword natural 20 oh, oh Jesus Christ 10 points of damage. You just let me... You've killed it. Oh! You know. Yeah, cheeky little quick. Quick? <laughs> quick. <laughs> cheeky little quick. Radoff's back. Fucking hell. <laughs> I have to really concentrate to get my R's right. You know that. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a burden. And considering the fact that I work in customer service on the phone, it's really stressful. It's really exhausting <laughs> trying to make sure that I can pronounce my R's properly. Okay, you you kill this this thing. Uh, it's called a Grick. You, you fucking smash it with a critical. Boom. <laughs> stab it as it right through the mouth or something. Oh, it's turned around. It's not facing you anymore. It's just like lashing out at scapes with its wobbly tentacles. I presume you just stab it through the butthole out through the mouth. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> Oh, nice. Pretty math. standard. Math. Nobody attacks me while I'm reading. That's my, <laughs> that's my sexy quip for you. Just as uh, you do that, from the curtains mm-hmm. in the northwest of the room, a goblin charges out. Ah! Mm-hmm. That's my can I take? The, can I take my free action to just look at it 
while I've got this fucking thing on my sword and just be like, really? What a fuck with me today? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if I can annoy it away. <laughs> Charges at um, Burr, swinging, doing uh, a whopping 12 to hit. Uh, yeah, that don't hit. That don't hit. I think it's nah. 12. Let me just check. Uh-oh. Yeah, 12 to hit. With a no. scimitar. Okay, well, it's Puck's turn. <sighs> Absolutely fuck all I can do of any use. Um, I'll, ru- I'll run around and have a dagger at it. Please. Probably should have run away, shouldn't really? It's bonus action. And it was off the piss. <laughs> 19 to hit. That would do it. And that is a three piercing damage. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. No fuck with puck. Another goblin charges in through the curtain on the other side, screaming, stops at Millicent, swings an attack, falls over on his face as he runs in and trips <laughs> on all the rubble. So he's prone there, yeah? Yeah. And the last one runs in. Brr. Uh, okay, and we'll sh- take a swing at, I don't know, probably Millicent, because <laughs> she's squishy. And Miss, they're a fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> just skip this encounter, just kill them. Just, just, we'll just assume that you win, because you're going <laughs> to... Mm. Burr, you're up. Right, smashing that one in front of me. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I've rolled a two, so... That will Ooh, miss. Seven? Uh, it's a miss, yeah. No. Uh, so then I'll use my uh, second attack with my dagger. It's a 15 plus hit. 5, that's 20. And then my dagger's my little shitty one. Uh, that is a 2. 2 points. Yeah. And then you add your sneak attack plus, on. Uh, sorry, plus uh, 2 points plus uh, 3. So that's 5. And then my sneak attack. A 6. Yeah. And a two. Sweet. So just picture this then. Cinematic, Lord of the Rings. Again, I've used this analogy before, I think. So, you know, like the bit in Moria, in the mines, they knock the helmet down the well, they make loads of noise, all the goblins turn up and something crash through, and you've just been in this room all sneaky. You think this place is clear, you've done it all. This grit falls down from the ceiling. It takes you probably 10 seconds to kill it. This goblin charges at you, and you're like, fuck, there's going to be loads of me. Charges at you, swings and a miss. And as you've managed to just bring up your short sword and deflect it away, and all of a sudden, you from out of nowhere, you swish up with your dagger, piercing it, stabbing it through the head. Uh, one dagger came in through the side from Pock, and then you just finish it off dead. Nice. Goblins are shit. <laughs> you're welcome. I need to start up in the game. I think you're just too, too hard tough for these now. These are level one stuff. Level one stuff. Escapes. <laughs> There's a big fat goblin next to you. Well, I'm just going to stab my longsword at him. That's 12. 12 is a miss. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> okay. oh, I love this lag, man. Well, so the thing, what we can do is, is oh, well, I think we comment on That's it too it. much. We need to Finished. just ignore it. So then it's <laughs> not happening. chop it up. And then you can yeah. just chop it up in post and mix it in. Absolutely. <laughs> Millicent, you're up. I'm trying to take a chunk out of this guy with my sword, first of all. So the one that's prone on the floor, so you'll have advantage. Oh, 19. Yes, that'll do it. Seven points of damage. Oof. You just stab down through its head. Yeah. Dead. Just pin it to the floor. <laughs> Pock, you'd have to stand on top of this dead tentacly thing, but you one one goblin left. It seems a bit silly to do it now, but I will go direwolf. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's your bonus well, I- action. Yeah, can I? I, inc- I presume I can still stand 
in that 10, yep. 10 square. I'll have a... We'll start with a bite. It started with the kids. Uh, 15. That's a hit. hit. Nine piercing damage. Oh, is it a bite? It is a bite, yeah. Oh, he didn't like it. Grabbed onto his leg. Ripped a chunk out. Still standing. And a DC 13 saving throw. Uh, which uh, saving throw? It just... Oh, strength, sorry. Strength, yeah, fouls. It's prone. You knock it prone. Well, it's its turn. It's prone. Um, it will, will stand up because it's really sh- <laughs> yep. It uh, has to expend uh, half of its movement to stand up. He ain't going anywhere, so he stands up. Um, Fair play. And then we'll. Uh, if it wasn't his turn next, it would be cool. But... Yeah. Uh, swings wildly at this uh, wolf I suppose as he's standing up fighting you off fending you off um, <clears throat> that'll be a hit 21 yeah that's a hit <laughs> uh, for 6 points of damage and he's screaming mm-hmm. at you Mag- Maglabouye Maglabouye <laughs> for Maglabouye uh, have I got any more movement oh I did, thought you were done your go uh, yeah I, I just want to give Baron in that's all oh, okay what I know we all like to play to roll dice because that's what we like to do in this game. He's only got three hit points left. <laughs> yeah, well, I've just rolled one. Yeah, um, so, but, <laughs> but then I've got, but then I've got plus uh, three. Uh, yeah. Plus three, yeah. Yeah, yeah four yeah. points. And yeah. then you throw on your sneak attack, which is a minimum mixture yeah. two. Yeah. yeah. How do you kill this <laughs> priest, this cleric of Maglabouye? I grab him by the cock. <laughs> I circumcise him slowly. <laughs> and then I basically... <laughs> slowly that does it. <laughs> just in the middle of combat. And you're just like, everyone's rushing around, pushing, shoving, getting knocked prone, standing up, swords are clashing, parry this, parry that, cut here, and then you just walk up. Just like <laughs> grab his little foreskin, <laughs> snip, 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 snip. Uh, make a religion check. <laughs> um, yeah, skin him from the uh, foreskin outwards. Uh, <laughs> all right, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, combat over. Done. Been like ten weeks since I've used a Final Fantasy joke. I think we're good. Oh, do you know? What? Never mind. So, have any of you played the new Final Fantasy? Throw <laughs> 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 right back to episode two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm three and four. Yeah, to be fair. <clears throat> yeah. All right. What are you doing? You're in this room. Some goblins are dead. This weird tentacle thing's dead. Onwards um, and upwards. I'm gonna throw a bar mitzvah for that. Um, <laughs> for that goblin I was just going to say that I was trying to <laughs> looking over at her like <laughs> I'm going to start singing uh, I can only give you love that lasts forever oh dear should we, should we look beyond the curtain beyond the yeah. curtain oh. it's Wizard of Oz well place. I mean are you going to finish yeah. looking at the thing that was in this room oh uh, did we not Oh, you I didn't. need to read. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> One moment. I'd like to read the thing. Okay. Sorry, All right. Um, okay. Right, so you read the thing. Have a read that. Can you read that oh, now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Seek not to question the ways and words of Moanda, lest you be stricken by the eating from within. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. Go forth and possesses beings of power. That should just be possessed, sorry. That's my, my <laughs> typo. I, I wrote this very quickly before we started playing. I just playing. saw it was like flowery language. Go forth and possesseth. <laughs> um, beings of power and influence for me. Slay and let rot cover all. Fight against cold with fire and magic. Fear me and obey. Mm. Sounds and just... like my ex. <laughs> <laughs> so. Can I just get a reminder on what the significance <laughs> is of the of the particular god that it, this is scrawled over? Yes, so it's scrawled over the god, goddess, Ang... I don't know, I don't know how to fucking pronounce this. Angharada. Angharada. Welsh god. She was the greater goddess. So she was, she was the wife, basically, the consort of the <laughs> king of the Seldarine, the elven gods. And Find more know, information on the Forgotten Realms wiki. Pardon? <laughs> do I recognise yeah, Moanda? Awesome. Moanda, make a religion check. Oh, I should have been... that's, the, that's that Disney film with the rock in it. <laughs> You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly so Amazing. <laughs> um, that would be a 15. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Oh, I can do a 15. So basically, the reason I was late today is because I was looking everywhere for a fucking note that I know I've got somewhere, unless I've thrown it away, um, and I can't fucking find it, and I've got all this written down. So let me just go through the wiki and see what I can give you. <laughs> Moanda was an ancient deity of rot, corruption, and decay called the Darkbringer. He never really had a large following, but various cults had venerated Moanda since before the rise of Netheril. Netheril was an ancient uh, human empire of high mages, like really fucking powerful. They got so powerful that they accidentally disappeared into like the Feywild or something. They just fucked, literally just accidentally disappeared into the Shadow Realm or something. Um, servants of Moanda re- were required to endure a ceremony to join the cult that involved the absorption of a seed of Moanda. If worthy, the seed gradually grew in the initiate's body until the entire internal structure was replaced with rotting plant matter. A small flower tendril protruding from the ear and and wound through the hair was the only visible indication of the change. Uh, he could then basically control people. It's a cult, basically. Wow. Uh, cultists were expected to kill something or gather vegetation on a daily basis in order to spread rot and decay. Millions of the dark bringer were charged to feed Great Moanda with fresh corpses of their own making. They were to hew down strong plants and trees to feed it. Moanda's priests were charged to keep the abomination and the lands. That which it would pass as warm as possible. Don't know. I don't know what this is relevant to yet. I, I'll obviously explain everything to do. So far, we haven't encountered anything that would be particularly connected to rot that I can remember, have we? Well, that's um, probably the spider, isn't it? The spider is probably yeah, is probably this rot god. Okay. And the yeah, thunder tree in general is that kind of vibe, isn't it? With the twig blights. Is Sean saying that, or is Pock saying that? Po- oh, Pock. <laughs> Pock's thinking it. <laughs> so what are you doing, guys? Uh, push forward. Yeah, so you go over look in the other, yeah. through the curtains. Yes, please. Okay, in this room, there's not a lot really, it's Goblin Shrine, the chamber 
Oh, yeah. Occupies the northern tower of the castle. A stone altar stands in the middle of the room, covered with blood-stained black cloth. Golden ritual implements, a chalice, a knife, and a censer are carefully arranged on top of the altar. Two archways to the south are covered with heavy curtains. That's where you just came from. Um, basically, they've repurposed this shrine to start worshipping Maglebuye, basically. So that, that modification is significantly different to the one I've just looked at. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Maglebuye is, is, like I say, it's a goblin god. Uh, just because they moved in, probably, and been mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, they've outed the... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anywhere else we haven't been? Door to the left. Apart from that, I think we've been everywhere. Door, door to, to the left, left basically. You uh, suddenly realise that you're yeah. back to where you were a couple of, like an hour or so ago um, at the mm. start of this evening's recordings. Um, there's a, a, a little storeroom, and I shall explain to you what you're seeing. Southwest, no, storeroom. Okay, old casks of salted meat and sacks of rotting grain fill this storage area. Among the supplies, you see a bloody suit of chainmail, a light crossbow and an unsheathed short sword with the emblem of Neverwinter worked into its hilt. <coughs> I'll have that chainmail. <laughs> You're going to be fucking unstoppable. Uh, <clears throat> I think, can I have it? What what do you want? The chainmail. Chain yeah, okay. You can. You're wearing chainmail already, but certainly you can take it and ah. see if it's better than the one that you've oh, got. I? I assume you're wearing chainmail yeah. already. What's the sword look like? Uh, is it uh, is it any good? It's a very shiny short sword with the emblem of Neverwinter worked into its hilt. Roll me. I think we'd take it. Roll you. Some yeah. kind of a history, I suppose. Everybody can roll this. Including history me? Check. Uh, no, not uh, not Pock. Fuck, I'm good at history. <sighs> I rolled a four, Ooh. so that's shit. I rolled a 19. Ooh. Plus. Yeah. Millicent, you've seen four. this sword before. There's something very similar to it, anyway. The uh, hilt that you've noticed there. Probably wouldn't have took much notes of it before. But you're fairly mm-hmm. certain that once upon a time, you saw this on the hip of one Sildar Hallwinter. Ooh. Oh. Well, something that looked darn it's, like it. It's, this is probably Sildar's stuff. Yeah. Let's take mm, it back yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Wondering. Well, there you go. You're looking going to look through the uh, any of the other casts or anything like that, see if there's anything else there at all? Can I have a sniff around? Oh, you, you're a, a wolf. Certainly yes. you can have a sniff. A you um, don't need to roll for it. You can sniff. Okay. Because, you know, you've got advantage on it, you're a wolf. Um, you can smell one... Uh, smaller cask sloshes a bit smells a bit um like some alcohol specifically brandy oh can we take that absolutely celebratory needs Mm, some dwarven brandy it's only a small small case crate you know like a small little keg um but yes um do you think brandy would i'm a fucking wolf aren't i Uh Well, let me say what I was thinking out loud. <laughs> I'll see if I nod. The same thing. Do you think maybe brandy is a specific uh, choice of alcohol for an expedition? No. Is that what you were thinking or not? <laughs> the wolf looks puzzled. Scooby stacks. It's dwarven brandy, yeah? Should we chuck it down the uh, 
wolf's neck and see if it helps the, him out. The wolf goes mental. Is that where you were going? Oh. <laughs> Definitely different wavelengths there. <laughs> yeah. so, I was yeah. going for like, a good healer. Oh, well, kind of the same. I was going for like St. Bernard Rescue. Drop, drop uh, yeah, give a, give a, see if uh, Gundry and Rockseeker wants some brandy. Should we go back, get yeah. him? Yeah. Another yeah. unhappy? Well, I mean, there's another door you haven't gone through here. Um, there's uh, also, oh, if you've forgotten about it, the southeast corner, there was a door that you've not explored. Oh, with the it's bolted from the inside or the mm. outside or from your whatever. side, yeah. yeah. Oh, That's the one. fuck me, let's have a yeah, let's have a look at that. Lead the way, then. Cool. Yeah. Can I sniff sniff? Did the you want to look at this door back? first yeah. you're, while you're here? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Let's have a look. Getting carried away yourselves. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, so bedroom. You go in there, you have a look. Uh, there's a bedroom, basically. Uh, four beds. Um, there. Um, Plain straw uh, pallets and bedrolls lined up in the floor of this barracks. Brackets on the walls hold a number of weapons. Spears, swords, morning stars, and more. The north wall shows signs of damage, but the floor is swept clean of rubble. Mounted on the walls, uh, you can find five spears, four long swords, three morning stars, two great swords... And a fine-looking quarterstaff engraved with stylized feathers, surprisingly light. The, can the wolf be very excited to see the quarterstaff? Wants to say, play fetch, play fetch. Oh, I'm I'm going to take that. You can probably chuck most of that stuff all in your bag of holding and go sell oh, it somewhere. Fucking bag of holding, yes, please. You're apparently mm-hmm. a wolf. Yeah. Uh, who's yeah? With a, with the bag, niche, the, the bag, bag. When I turn into an animal, my asshole is the entrance <laughs> to the bag. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> so okay, although the wolf can't wait, reach, what, do you role play shoving a quarterstaff? Yeah, I, I want this fully role played <laughs> using all of the experience from the past two sessions of Call of the Cthulhu. I want uh, you to, you know. <laughs> You're a trained professional actor, you know, um, Peter Pansy and whatever, and the boy who couldn't fuck or something, couldn't get it up, that was the one. Like, I want some some acting skills. I mean, I'm a wolf, I don't know what, right. Well, (laughs) be the wolf. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just look look at the, look at the, the array of weapons. And I'm just going to do that thing. You know when dogs kind of <laughs> lower their front two legs? <laughs> and I'm looking Millicent and just eye the stuff and then eye my alcohol. And I want them sharp end in first. What, what's that, boy? What's that? <laughs> Little Billy wants to start shoving up his ass. <laughs> oh, that's it. Big spurs face. You can put me on spotlight. Uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> we can deal with this later. <laughs> Shove it all in the arsehole. Shove go it all in the, the bag. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Oh, I think I've laughed myself into hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way back through the, all of the rooms of dead bodies and everything throughout this place. Oh, my God, hiccups. Oh, no. Just going to make some audio delights for your ears, listeners. I'll, I'll cut them out. <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> okay, so this door is bolted. There's, a, there's a, like a wooden plank board, you know, like bolted on it. I'm going to make this as loud and comical as possible. Every single one. <laughs> What you do? What you... <laughs> well, I've 
I've already had a smell. I know that there's something not human behind that. Yeah, door. you smelt a beast. Yeah, it wasn't mm. it wasn't humanoid. You didn't know what it was. Not something you've encountered before. It was a smell that you didn't recognise, but it smelt animalistic. I mean, I've got a fair good strength <laughs> at the minute, so I'll go for a little barge. Yeah, let's barge the door down. Yeah, you just kind of you just have to lift up the uh, the. Um, oh, okay, it's on our side, isn't it? Yes, yeah. on your <laughs> your side. There's a a bar. You lift the bar up. Would a stealth do anything? I've got good stealth as a wall. Certainly, you can do it. Try and do it stealthily if you like. I will. Yeah, if if that's possible. Of, of course, of course you. Of course, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> that's a four plus four, so resulting eight. Uh, that's I don't know so stealthy. The stealthiest of all the stealthy things. Right, I'll tell you what you see in this room. This tower has almost completely collapsed. Although the ground floor still has a little open space, rotting crates and ancient barrels show that provisions were once stored here. A heavy curtain... Am I reading the right bit? I'm not not even reading the right fucking text. Let's go down a little bit. This one. This is the room. Room 13. The upper floors of this tower have collapsed to create a hollow silo at least 30 feet high, and the upper reaches of the room are lost in shadows. Dust, rubble, and broken glass cover the floor, and old work tables and bookshelves lie strewn to the south. You also see in the middle of the room is a hulking beast that looks like some kind of cross between a mangy bear, but with the head of an owl. It rears up and it roars when it sees you. An owl bear. And find out what happens next week. Hey! Hey. Owl bear. What the fuck's it? Why does everyone seem to know what an owl bear is? What's an owl staple? Oh, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening, everybody. And those of you in the chat as well, thank you for tuning in again. We do love you all, every single one of you. You're amazing. Tune in next week to find out what happens <laughs> in the amazing adventures of the D&D show. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. The D&D show would like to thank Sorco Soundscapes on YouTube for the music used in this recording. Find him on Twitter at Sorco Sounds. Thank you to Lewis Gale for writing our theme tune. Find him on Twitter at Lewis SW Gale. And thank you to our very own James Bly for creating the new incredible orchestral arrangement. Lastly, from all of us here at the D&D show, thank you for downloading our podcast. You are amazing. We'll see you next time. The D&D show is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy and is not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast LLC. Hi guys, it's Luke. Very quick intro before the episode starts this week. Um, we are You're about to hear an advert. Um, never done this before, but um, it's basically a favour. Um, a podcast I listen to called The Billowing Hilltop. Great bunch of guys and I've become quite friendly with their GM Mike over the past couple of months as we've been growing and going through this journey together. Him with his podcast, us with ours and I love their show. So they've put a little promo together. Um, and I said I'd play it at the beginning of our show. Um, if you like how they sound, they're similar to us, um, maybe a bit more serious, but they've got a great little homebrew world. Now, I'd highly recommend checking them out. It's the Billowing Hilltop. Please, please, please do. Once you've finished listening to us, our episode, and you've loved it, and then you've gone and reviewed it, obviously, because, of course, why wouldn't you? Go have a look. Whatever app you're using, Spotify, whatever, have a little search for the Billowing Hilltop and check out my friends. Thank you very much. Enjoy the episode. 
We're going to give it another go. It's a bit more zing. A bit of zing. A bit of zing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? Hello. 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 No, no. Hello. Wait till I get through the whole thing. Wait till. Hello with a billowing hilltop. Hello. Hello. Oh, dear. Waiting to get through the whole thing. No, no, I mean. I thought that was the whole thing. The whole thing is hello with a billowing hilltop. That's the whole thing. Yeah? Okay. Okay. That was right. Uh, that pretty much sums up the show. But if you want to find out any more, you can visit us at www.blowinghilltop.com. Is it com? Does anybody know? Dot org. Is it? Dot com. What do we do? What do we what do we play? There's monsters. Um, does anybody remember? Walking around. I don't know. And, yeah. We will be delighted if you to join us around our table as we play Dungeon. Is it fifth edition? Hello? Yeah, we think so. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We played Dungeons and Dragons. In the background? <laughs> Sorry, that was me. I did, what was that noise in the background? There will be noises in the background as we played Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition through the classic Paizo adventure path, The Age of Worms. You can expect this. Oh! Quite a bit of this. Um, I'm completely lost. This. Blech. This. I've got a bugbear in my underpants. And one of these. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> we're on Apple Podcasts and we're on Spotify and we're on TuneIn and you can find us on Twitter and you can find us on Facebook. Uh, and we uh, hope you join us. Thanks very much. Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming. And we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on the Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss and I'm playing my Pokemon and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling in the water. And I remember screaming for my mom trying to get this Game Boy. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god. Traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co op partners.